Hello, and welcome back to the Probably Reading Podcast. I'm Madeline. And I'm Abby. And this is our fifth time pushing the record button because Abby it's is not, too squirrely. It's not the fifth time. Um, fourth or fifth. It's pretty close. I think I have it together right now. Well, we'll see if that holds throughout the entire podcast, but... Okay. We're having some issues tonight containing our laughter. That's fine. I feel it. Okay, well... Why don't I just start by telling you some exciting news? <laughs> okay. I got an early Christmas present. From? My husband. Okay. Well, it's from my husband financially, but dad also helped. Um, I got some bookshelves put up in my guest bedroom. Ooh, tell me about it. They are... I mean, I've already seen it, but tell, tell our... Yeah. Tell our people. To create a visual, they are like a raw pine, like a light wood... They're two shelves, so one on top, one on bottom, and they meet in the corner of the room, so they create kind of like an L. I would argue that it's four shelves. Yeah, so two walls and two shelves on each wall. You're right, probably four. They connect like in a V pattern in the corner of the wall. Yeah, so they're super cute, and you came over and helped me style them with mom. Yeah, our mom is very good at interior decorating and making things look put together so she was really the one who styled your shelves with books and other decor yeah yeah but that was exciting so I I wasn't gonna put my books up because I was like it's not Christmas yet and the shelves are on the wall and so like maybe my Christmas gift is being able to put the books on the shelf but I knew as soon as you guys were like I'll come over and help I had to take it up because like when would the next time Mom would be available to, like... Yeah, and, I mean, they're already up, so you might as well enjoy them. Even though they're for Christmas, you can still use them early. You're just gonna have less to open. That's okay. But it's something you'll have for a very long time. Until you decide to move. Oh, I can take them with me. Anyways, this is getting so long <laughs> about bookshelves. What, um, this time of year, we always make a favorite drink... Yes, it's called Brandy Slush. I don't know what... I don't know if it's, like... I think it is a thing. Is it a thing or is it just, like, our family thing? No, I know that Brandy Slush in general is a thing. Like, you can Google it and get the recipe, but... So, for anybody that hasn't had Brandy Slush before, I don't like brandy and I love this drink, so don't let the name scare you. 21 plus. Yeah, 21 plus. Um, But essentially, it is an entire bottle of brandy, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, lemonade, orange juice, black tea. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, and you essentially mix it all together and freeze it. You have to freeze it. Usually, you can set it outside this time of year and it'll freeze, but since it's been so warm, we had to put it in the freezer this year. Yeah, it takes a while to freeze, so, like... Yeah, it's so good. But once you freeze it, then you take it out and you mix it with Sprite, or you could probably do, like, ginger ale or something. Well, because I'm not doing... I've been... Been off the sauce. I've been off the sauce, as we say. AKA Diet Coke. Yeah, so I haven't been drinking soda for like two, two, almost three months. And so I use the Zevia with it. Yeah, the lemon-lime Zevia as a substitute. But just mix it with something that will kind of cut it a little bit. Um, Usually I don't think you use an entire bottle of brandy, but our mom did this year. And it is, it's, you can taste the brandy, that's for sure. Um, but this weekend we're making Christmas cookies with our grandma. 
This is my favorite time of the year. We always do this with her and our cousins. Um, usually a Saturday in December, we all get together and make like 10 different kinds of Christmas cookies. It's a whole day of making cookies, which I know so many people do that with yeah. their grandparents or with their family. I think it's a kind of a normal tradition. Yeah, but. it's so fun. We look forward to it. Um, I'm trying to think of what my favorite ones to make are. I love or- no, go ahead. I love Oreo balls. Yeah, but those are the worst to make. I guess maybe you appreciate them more because you know how hard yeah. they are to make. I think mine are the date balls. See, I need to try them because I feel like I, when I was, like, used to be a picky eater, I never ate them, but I haven't had them since my palate has expanded. Sure, since so you I need to, an adult. Right, so I need to try them again this year. I know mom likes haystacks. Mm-hmm. Those are easy to make, too. So. Yeah, I also like peanut butter blossoms. Those are always good, and not only good just, like, around Christmas, but, like, year-round. Right. Although I don't think I've ever made them not during Christmas. I know. What classifies a Christmas cookie? Like, you're not making haystacks in July. I don't know. We don't really make cookies throughout the year that often. True. Maybe Maybe cookies like this are just a holiday thing. Who knows? Anyways, um, speaking of Christmas, though, is there anything other than your bookshelves that you have asked for that you're hoping you get? That I've specifically asked for. Um, I need a new purse. Okay. So I think you had a little bit to do with maybe picking out a purse for me. Potentially. But, um, and then, of course, books. I of have course. A, I have a book list. I just sent Cody a list. Yeah. And I was like, here. Never go wrong. Like no. Kindle or um, physical? Um, the ones I sent him on the list, I would like to own physical. Okay. But I do know I'm getting quite a few Amazon gift cards just from, like, random random things. I get that. Not even as Christmas gifts, just, you know. Yeah. So those will probably be Kindle books. How about you? Um, I asked for a new pair of slippers. Mm -hmm. I hate walking around the house without shoes on. I'm definitely a person that will wear my shoes outside and then keep them on. That's so weird. It's so gross to think about, but... I don't like the feeling of my feet, like, touching the floor. I have to have a shoe on. I understand. So. The slipper thing. I don't understand wearing your outside shoes inside, (laughs) but. Well, yeah. I feel like mostly that happens during the summer when I wear my Birkenstocks outside, and then I'll just, like, keep them on because they're kind of like slippers. Sure. I get that. But, anyway, so I asked for a new pair, and I'm very excited. Hopefully, I mean, I know my mom ordered them, but. Yeah, hopefully they fit. Yeah. We want to talk a little bit about the hating game. Yeah, so as we talked about, I think a couple chapters ago, we mentioned that the movie would be released on December 10th, and we watched it this weekend, and we're going to kind of compare it to the book, since we both have read it, and just talk about our thoughts on the movie. So we're going to set aside two minutes to discuss the hating game. I'm going to set a timer in case... You haven't watched the movie and you want to and you don't no, we want... Don't. We it, don't want to give you spoilers. Right. So I'm going to set it. If you want to just skip ahead two minutes starting now and then we can resume back to other things. Perfect. Okay. So what was your initial thought on the movie? Disappointed. I was too. I, I thought overall it was a really cute movie. If you hadn't read the book, I think you would have enjoyed it way more than if you had read the book. Mm-hmm. However, the two main characters didn't have any chemistry. I didn't buy it. Had there not been a book and this was just like 
a movie put out on Netflix or something, I might have loved it. Right. But n- reading the book and knowing the chemistry and how quirky they were, like, I think the quirkiness came up across well, but for the For the girl. For the girl, yeah. For I just, Lucy. Yeah, I just feel like the guy character... Josh. Josh, he had... He was very stale. He was, like... I know that he needed to be mysterious for this role. He wasn't even really mysterious, though. It was just, like, he was very awkward, and it honestly felt like it was his first film acting. Yeah, I can agree with that. But, I don't know. I just... The book is so much better, and I watched a reviewer watch, like... She had a YouTube video where she watched the movie and it was on the screen and she talked about it and she said the same exact thing. Like, like would I ever watch it again? Probably. I thought it was a cute movie, but I just, knowing what I know from reading the book and how much chemistry they have and how much I absolutely loved the book, the movie did not compare. I mean, in the book, the closet scene was supposed to be so much saucier than it was and in this, in the movie... He was just like, show me. There was, n- like... Like, cool, we've seen you grab her butt a few times already. That's right. not... Also, speaking of, in the... We only have 20 seconds left, but in the book, she walks in with fishnet tights, and they took that out for the movie, and that was honestly, like, an iconic part of the book. And it was disappointing that it wasn't in the movie. Yep. And her quirkiness was... I mean, her quirkiness was spot on, I think, but hit, the main thing was him we just needed a different guy character okay all right done done talking about that and moving on so today's chapter we're going to be kind of talking about our goals so we're going to talk a little bit about our end of 2021 goals and then potentially what we're going to set for our 2022 goals and then talk about what books are coming out in 2022 that we're excited about yeah hopefully this is just like a chill yeah chill chapter for sure so do you want to tell us what your um goal is for the end of the year Yeah, so currently I'm at 42 books read this year. I would love to make it to 50 just as like kind of a milestone. I don't think I've ever read 50 books in a year. Actually, Mm -hmm. I know I never have. Yeah. So I want to do that, which means I have eight books left to go. I definitely can do it. I want to do it, but I don't know if I'll get there. Yeah, so it's December 15th and 13th well it's the 13th when we're recording but when this comes out it's the 15th oh yeah you're right so technically you have half the month left to read eight books and i could do it two books a week easily well that back probably more than two a week yeah i have plenty of time on my hands to do it it's just getting in the mindset of like powering through and eight if books you, if you don't it's okay because right. there's next year right so i'm at 66 books my goal, I think, was 50. So you surpassed? I did. Um, like, realistically, I would love to hit that 75 mark. Yeah. Just like you with the 50. It's kind of just like, I don't know, a goal. But, like, can I really read another nine books with my finals? And... I was going to say, you definitely would be able to if you weren't finishing the, your semester of school and you have so many projects right now. But I think if you didn't have that you definitely would be able to yeah overall I think I'm happy with where I'm at yeah totally I think I'm trying to decide what I want to set for myself next year I I think it all it will all depend on if I hit 50 books or not because if I don't then my goal will be 50 but if Mm -hmm. I do hit 50 maybe I'll bump it up to 60 sure I think I don't know. I've seen, I see some people set a goal of one. Right. So then they'd never have that like challenge, but I 
kind of like testing myself. I think it pushes me if I have a goal. I think so, too. And I think my goal is going to be 100. Okay. There were, well, I'm at 66 right now, and there are definitely months that I was in a reading slump. Yeah, I get that. Where I read maybe two books. Yeah. And lately, I've been reading, like, at least a book a week. At least. Yeah. I feel like I've been averaging about that. I mean, the last couple of weeks, I have slowed down a little bit, but... I think if I go into the year knowing that I want to hit 100, I can. Totally. Totally agree. Okay, so do you have any other reading goals? I personally have some reading goals for next year. Yeah, you can start. Okay. So I said I want to hit 100, 100 books, and then I think I mentioned on one of the other chapters that I want to do a reading or a buying ban yeah. for myself. So putting up the bookshelves really showed me how many books I have left to read that I do own. So I think my goal is to read like 10 of those that are on my shelves that I already own before I buy any new book. I feel like that's a good goal to have. I mean, telling yourself I can't buy any until I finish all of them, it's just going to make you like regret having those books. I would never make it. Right. So I think that's good. Like 10 books is enough books that you can get through a chunk on your shelf that you haven't read yet but still allow yourself to get that new release well especially because if I don't absolutely love the book I don't really want to keep it so if I read it then I can either gift it or put it in a free library or sell it totally make more room for new books love it and then I think read less romance I'm sad about it but I need to I was really good at branching out with authors. Sorry, my stomach is making noises. Oh, I think that was mine. Oh, was it? Yeah. Anyways. Well, um, but I think I need to find new authors and potentially less romance. Yeah, I definitely put down read more variety because I have definitely tipped my toes more this year than I have past years into like psychological thrillers or mm-hmm. somewhat not not necessarily mystery, You're but... Just like crime. Yeah, and I definitely find myself liking those books to mix up my romance, so I would also agree that I want to read less romance and more thriller. Do you see yourself getting into fantasy at all? Um, you... I wasn't going to tell you this because I didn't want to get your hopes up, but I did read, like, the first four pages of Akatar the other night. And? Um, I... I was just, like, sleepy, so I just turned it off, and I haven't gone back. I do have to say, if Akatar is your first introduction to fantasy, get through chapter six. Okay. After chapter six, it's where everything takes off, and I've told that to so many people, and every person I've told that to is like, yes, after chapter six, it's awesome. I honestly think what holds me back from reading that series is that the books are very thick. Yeah, they are, but... It's also, the first one is considered YA, and then the rest are new adult. And so, I think the words are bigger, and I think it's, like, less confusing. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a try. I need to just, like, get in the mindset. Well, I own the audiobooks since you're now on that, so. I know. Maybe maybe that would be easier for me. Um, But, I like I said, I... I want to read more books than I did this year, whether that be 50 or 60. I just want to get more than I read this year. I think that's a good goal. And then I also want to read books that have been on my TBR for like over a year. I feel like in January this year, I added a bunch of books that 
Like on Goodreads? Yeah, that I've just been on my want to read shelf for so long that I haven't gone back to. I just keep adding books to my TBR Mm -hmm. and I just want to go back to the start and like get some of those knocked off so that I can cut down my list and then add newer ones to it. I always think it's so interesting to go back and look through my Goodreads and be like, okay, do I really want to still read this book? I know, I take them off. Do you? Yeah, especially if I know people who have read them and didn't like them. I know that's probably bad. No. Because it's not my own opinion, but I will take them off because I have so many other books that I would rather read. Well, that's the thing. If you read enough opinions from people that you generally have the same opinions about books, then I think... Did that make sense? Yeah, I mean... If you value someone's opinion and you have the same opinion generally on reading. Right, that would be like if you told me a book was horrible, I probably wouldn't read it. Or like Verity, for instance. I wanted you to read that before me because I had had a lot of people tell me that it was scary and that I wouldn't be able to handle it. So I wanted you to read it first and give me your opinion. Yeah, definitely. Because you know me. I do know you. So. (laughs) Yes. Um... So, before we talk about books that we are anticipating the release of in 2022, do you want to... Are you reading anything right now? Yeah. I just finished If Only in My Dreams by Carrie Aarons. It's her holiday book that came out in December. Um, It's marketed as Hallmark After Dark. Yeah. And I thought it was really cute. I gave it four stars. Um, It was was cute. I did like it a lot. Um, Not our best, but not... I mean, it was a very cute holiday book. Would I want to read it if I wasn't in December? Probably not. Sure. But it was perfect for this time of year. That's the one you got the arc of? Yeah. Cool. Well, I just finished Window (laughs) Shopping by Tessa Bailey. Let's hear. Let's hear your thoughts on Miss Bailey. Tessa Bailey is a very loved author in the romance. Yeah. I've never personally read anything by her, but... She has a very popular book, It Happened One Summer. Yes, and that's kind of a Schitt's Creek vibe. Okay. The book is slightly based off of Alexis. Okay. And when you read it, you totally get that. So if you love Schitt's Creek, that's one to pick up. Um, However, I gave that book three stars, and I gave Window Shopping three and a half, and Tessa Bailey is probably now an author I won't pick up again. And why is that? Um, Is it the way that she writes? Like, you just don't like the words she uses? Honestly, it is her writing. In Window Shopping, I thought it was so boring. Oh. Um, and then her sex scenes, it's the way she writes them. They're disgusting. They make me cringe. Yeah, and I, especially if, like, they, romance, that's a large part of it. They are super smutty. Like, I do have to say they're super spicy, but the way she writes some of the sentences, like, when they have, like, dirty talk you just want to like gag i am just not into it yeah at all so and i'm not being a prude it's just something about the way she writes it yeah i do know one of my friends read it happens one summer and she said it took her like over 100 pages to get into it and then it got really good but honestly if you can't pull me in in the first 100 pages i'm out i'm out right Yeah, I'm not wasting my time. So, unfortunately, I won't be picking up her next book. I think it's called, like, I don't know, it's, like, Hook, Line, and something, but... Hook, Line, and Singer. Is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah, I just, unfortunately... However, if you do like Tessa Bailey, she is coming out with a new book, Hook, Line, and Singer, in 2022. (laughs) Yes, and, I mean, by all means, do not take my review as, like, you know, I mean, 
don't check her out for yourself because i do know a lot of people like her yeah totally give her book a try you could like it abby could just be i'm just weird i also just finished seven husbands of evelyn hugo how'd you like that five stars loved it which is funny because um we have a friend who said that she didn't think it was really worth the hype yeah she gave it four stars okay i saw um but i listened to the audio i don't know how she if she was reading it or what but the audio was so good see and i think i'm gonna listen to it on the audio too well i sound like really raspy and i don't know why Oh, I I'm don't just know. like, oh, man. <laughs> I don't think so. One thing I do have to say about the book is I started it like four times. Yeah. And I got to the same point every time, but that was because I thought there were going to be a lot of characters in it. And while there are, you don't really need to remember a bunch of their names. Like, do they have? Through. Do they have different voices for the characters on audio? Yes, but it's the same person. Okay, I that's think. fine. I think it's the same person doing voices, but yeah. Well, one book that I'm very excited about um, that's coming out in January is Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. However, you said that you've heard very mixed reviews on it. Um, A lot of the YouTubers, or I guess more Instagrammers I follow, who have gotten the arc of it, say that it's not her best book, but it still makes you feel... Like, Colleen, Colleen Hoover makes you feel something. Totally. I think there are these authors that are so popular mm-hmm. because of one of their books and then you compare every single other book that they write to that book and it's like yes like they're a great author and they could have many like multiple really good books but for clean hoover it's like okay she had it ends with us she had verity that people were obsessed with right november 9th she had ugly love yeah like she has a lot of really good books but i feel like People put her on such high pedestal that they get disappointed. Sure. Everything's hyped way too much. Like, if this was your first Clean Hoover book that you ever read, maybe you would, like, think she's a goddess, which she is, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I'm... You know, that's a critique from someone who reads hundreds of books. Right. If you only read 10, this might be a five-star book for you. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. Anyways, um, it's about a young mother who goes to jail... I believe it's for something she didn't commit, but either way, um, she has a daughter that she has missed the first four years of her life, and so when she gets out, it's about, like, trying to, like, create a relationship with her, but everybody around her, like, is trying to keep her away from her daughter because they think she's, like, this horrible person and blah, blah. So, basically, it's, like... That sounds devastating. Yeah, but... It says, a troubled young mother yearns for a shot of redemption in this heartbreaking yet hopeful story. So I'll read it. Yeah, I'll definitely, definitely read it. It also looks like kind of a thick one. Does it? Mm-hmm. I don't know how many pages it is, but... Mm. Um, so one I'm looking forward to is Running Wild. It is the third book by Kay Tucker in the Simple Wild series. So we talked about that last week. Yes, those are the ones that are set in Alaska. Um... Mm-hmm. This book, while it is the third book, it follows the veterinarian from the first two books. Okay. So she's a decent side character there, and um, it's just following her getting her shot at love. Ooh. So, like to see it. Then another one I'm super excited about, and I'm guessing a lot of people are too, is Book Lovers by Emily Henry. 
Love Emily Henry. So for those of you that don't remember, she is the author of People We Meet on Vacation and Beach Read. She always writes that good, like, angsty, like, she doesn't do dual perspective, does she? Oh, she does, doesn't she? Mm, No, she doesn't, but she's got that good, like, very good enemies to lovers. Yeah. So this one, I think, is the same. It's um, one a literary agent and the other is an editor. Yeah, and they hate each other. (laughs) I mean, for Emily Henry, that's normal. Yeah. That's about all I know about it. But, yeah, I want to say it, I don't, I don't want to say for sure because I'm not 100%, but I think maybe she, they're in the same town for some reason. I don't think they were in the same town and then they like, okay, or they have to work together on something and yeah. Well, it's got a bright blue cover and it looks so cute. You can look up the description if you want to know more. It's just so cute. Like, I can just picture all three of her books. This one and the yellow beach read and the orange. So pleasing to look at. Yeah, so cute. So another one that I'm very excited about is Love on the Brain by Allie Hazelwood, which is the second book to Love Hypothesis. I'm very excited that (laughs) she's written another book However, you could read these as standalones. They don't. It's not. Olive and Adam's story isn't continued in the sure. second book. It's about um, a girl. I want to say her name's B and a guy named Levi, and it's their love story. Um, however, I would assume that Olive and Adam would make an appearance. They'd probably be in there for like a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I'm very excited about that. And then another one is Something Wilder by Christina Lauren. So, we love Christina Lauren. We've read a lot of their books. Um, Once again, they're two authors, two females. And usually they make very good steamy romances. And they're always dual perspective. Yes, which which we love. I love a dual perspective. It's my favorite. Um, So, this one says, it's a charming and laugh out loud funny novel filled with adventure, treasure, and of course, love. Um, so I want to say that this is about a girl whose dad is a treasure hunter, but they don't have a relationship. I think he kind of left her in the dust to go, like, treasure hunt and everything. But she uses his old maps to do, like, fake treasure hunts around Utah. Like, that's how she makes her money. And then I want to say that her dad comes back and, like, asks her to help him go on a real treasure hunt. And, like, they, like, reconnect and everything. I just feel like major, like, Outer Banks yeah, vibes from this. Totally. I know that it's different, but... No, it gives, it gives kind of the same vibe. It sounds really good. Yeah, I'm excited about That's that one. That's one I haven't, I haven't really seen too much about. No. So, that'll be exciting. Do you know when that one comes out? I want to say it comes out... Like, relatively soon? Yeah, potentially... I don't know, we'll look all of these up and post... The release dates of them in our bio yeah we'll we'll write all the books that we talked about and their release date okay so another Allie hazelwood she is actually coming out with a trilogy called loathe to love you and that will consist of stuck with you below zero and under one roof and those are they're all women in science so it's more I of that stem that. um type of um what do, you, yeah, what do you called when... Oh, a scientist. Wow. Really couldn't think of that. And all three of these covers are so cute, just like the first one. Yeah. Just like Love Hypothesis. So I believe it's 
about three girls and they're all best friends. That's fun. So, and then it's all their love stories, which is really cute. I, I really need to fact check this, but I really think that she had these all written, like, and they were, like, on Wattpad or something. Oh, really? Because how does she... Yeah, I think she that... wrote four books. Yeah, these must have been written before she put Love Hypothesis out. However, I know that Love on the Brain, the second one, doesn't even have a cover yet. Sure, it's probably very new. Because that one comes out in August, so that, it still has a long ways to go. Sure, okay, well... That makes sense. I mean, Love Hypothesis got a lot of good hits, so it's probably one that she was, like, contracted to write. Totally. And then Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez. Um, This is about a doctor who meets a boy she can't live without. However, I think her parents are all doctors, and so that's why she is a doctor. But I think something interferes with... It's either she's a doctor and, like, is on good terms with her family or she has this boy so i think it's like a tension yeah choose what other book does she write well her third one in the series um oh is that the friend zone yes yeah okay yes the friend zone and then the third one's life's too short and what's this out the happily ever playlist Mm -hmm. yeah yeah those good books I've only ever read the first one, actually, but it's amazing. <laughs> we both want to read the second so bad. I need, We need to just do it. Yes, we do. So the next one, and actually the first one that I was ever excited about coming out in 2022, um, this one caught my attention because of the cover. You have to look it up. It's called The Roughest Draft by Emily Wibberly and Austin Sigmund Broke, mm-hmm. I think is how you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, I don't honestly know too much about this one except for that the main characters are a girl and a boy and they are co-writers. They write books together. Yeah. Something happens and they end their contract together but they have one more book to write and I know that it is like a forced proximity because they have to write it in a Florida house. Ooh. So kind of beachy I think. The cover has a pool on it. Are they on a cruise? <laughs> None of the books happen on a cruise, but I'm excited for this one. It kind of gives me Beach Read vibes by Emily Henry. Okay, and also kind of, I mean, gives me Love at First Fight by Carrie Aaron's vibes mm-hmm. because they're in a beach house and don't like each other. However, they're not writing books in that movie, or they're not writing books in that book, but... Yeah, well, this one has all the makings of, like, my favorite five-star reads, uh, so... Can't I'm wait for that one. The other book that I am very excited to read, I should say books, but um, this is fantasy. It's called House of Breath and Sky by Sarah J. Mass, and this is the second book in her Crescent City series. Okay. So, this is... The Crescent City series came out last year with um, her first book, House of Earth and Blood, which I actually haven't read yet, but... It's her first adult fantasy. And that's the author of Avatar. Yes, of A Court of Thorns and Roses. Okay. So, I'm very excited about that. Yay. Well, there's obviously a ton more books coming out in 2022. Honestly, if you just go on Google and type in 2022 book release, it'll take you right to Goodreads. And there's honestly yeah, there's like hundreds of, of books listed on there that you can add to your want to read shelf yeah i'm super excited um i know buzzfeed actually puts out like a lot of lists this oh, time do they? Of year too. yeah 
BuzzFeed has, for some odd reason, BuzzFeed is very into the book scene, so. Everybody should be. They should be, but BuzzFeed is an interesting one. Yay. Well, um, we will have all of these in our description. Yes, and we'll make sure to put the release dates on that so you can watch for those. Totally, and we can also categorize them as, like, romance. By genre. Yeah. However... Cool. But yeah, that is it for this week's chapter. Um, We hope that if you're following along with our read with us, that you are continuing to read Addie LaRue. We'll be talking about that next week in our read with us segment. But other than that, we will see you next chapter. Bye guys. If you enjoyed this chapter of Probably Reading Podcast, help us by leaving a rating and review and don't forget to subscribe. Follow us on Instagram for more PRP content.